Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the protege, Free Guy, and the Night House. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian McMillan. What's up? How are you doing? Well, I, you can just hear the cats eating. The cats have to eat, too. Yeah. As you all know, we don't record in a studio. We record in my apartment. Yeah. And it's loud. That's okay. <laughs> They're part of the podcast. It's part of the experience. I guess. It's like when we used to yell at Patrick for facts. Yeah. I think it's all part of it. At least it was quiet then. When we had zero cats. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, with Champ, but Champ alone Mm -hmm. with Patrick is usually pretty chill. Quiet. Maybe we should rent a podcast studio like the one we saw. Yeah, where was that? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, well. Um, First off, we want to shout out our friend, friend of the podcast, Anna, who we met in real life. I met her through you. Yes. Vicariously. I was not there. I was not invited. Okay. <laughs> Very cool to meet a person in real life who listens to our podcast. That yes. was fun. And we love you and we appreciate you listening. Yes. Shout out. Love it. Um, also, I wanted to know what you thought of White Lotus as a whole now that it's over. I loved it. Every yeah. single second of it. There wasn't a single part of it that I didn't like. That, and that is high praise coming from you, I yeah, think. I loved it. A plus. Do you wish that it was only one season? No, I could take ten seasons. I don't care. I am curious to see how they roll with the second season. Yeah. The only other show I've ever seen of his that had a second season was Enlightened. Mm. And the second season, I thought, honestly, was probably better than the first season, but it definitely had a shift. Yeah. Like, it was totally a different type of show in the second season. Yeah, but it had the same characters. Had the same characters, still followed Laura Dern's story This from. will be entirely different. It won't even be the White Lotus, I don't think. Yeah. I think The same right. concept. You know what I mean? It'll yeah. be a little different. But I'm not mad about it. No. It was really good. Yeah. It was sad on Sunday night not to have some HBO I know, presence. But lots of things are about to come out. It's true. So, there we go. Are you going to watch the Nicole Kidman show at all? I don't think. The, is Nicole Kidman not somebody who pulls you? Not really. But when she's good, she's great. Yeah. Like, Big, big Little Lies, I'll watch. I loved it. But I'm not going out of my way to watch stuff that she's on. Yeah. And especially since I've heard that that show is not very good, then I'm really not interested. Yeah, I really have no idea really what's going on. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch the first episode. That'll tell me everything I need to know. I don't even think you need to give it the whole hour. Oh, perfect. It's really that bad. It's not bad. It just, I don't think it's for you. I love it. Can't wait. Yeah. It's like Agatha Christie Mm. in 2021, but Mm. not as good. Yeah. So not really a selling point, I think, for me. No. And also nobody is talking about it. My mom is. Uh, she loved it. I mean, like, people who are watching <laughs> The White Lotus. You know what I mean? My mom watched The White Lotus. Yeah. Are you saying my mom's opinion doesn't matter? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying... I'm just kidding. Compare it to the most recent show that came out that's very similar. Yeah, exactly. And I think, honestly, that hurts it. Yeah. Because it's not like it's similar in any way, but it's still a bunch of people at a spa, a bunch of people at a hotel. Yeah. They came on a week apart. Like Even it, before The White Lotus, I didn't hear anybody talking about, I'm eagerly awaiting this, this no. looks great, nothing. You're right. White Lotus, everybody was talking about before it came out. Yeah. So. You're right. I'm always right. I know. 
Uh, what else happened with you this week? Nothing. We saw Scream at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That was cool. <laughs> so dramatic. That was fun. That was really cool. I did have to leave. You did leave in between the first and second scream. Yes. In Adrian's defense, the second scream started at midnight. Yes. And a lot, like, I'd say 30 to 40% of the people there left. Yeah. But had I felt fine, I would have stayed. I was fully awake. I was not tired. Yeah, you didn't seem It sleepy. was just my stomach was upset. <laughs> was your butt numb? Um, not my butt, my back. You yeah. remember how you said flying home? Yes. In October, or whenever it was you came back, you were like, my back is really killing me. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's bad. Um, but I don't know the right way to do that. Maybe I guess it is a chair. But then you have to find... I don't want to be the person sitting in front of a group of people who don't have chairs. Like we were. Yeah, that was weird. You know what I mean? So I feel like people with chairs should have a designated area. Well, they're in the middle, there are signs that say chairs this way, oh, no chairs that way. I didn't see that. But if you looked up at the front, even the pictures I saw that were in that story yeah. Patrick sent me, the people in the front had chairs. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to do it. But right. we have to get those type of chairs. Yeah, they're low. You have to have low ones. Because I was like, is it the ones like your mom has? Mm-hmm. But those backs seems. Tall. Yeah, there's one in particular that has like a lower back. That I you feel like that use. might not feel good yeah. either. It's really not the butt. It's I need back support. Yeah. Because on the butt, you could do whatever. You could put a pillow. You could put a blanket. Whatever. But um, it was nice. Yeah, it was. I had a really nice time. Yeah. Once and, you get up and stretch, you're fine. Exactly. That's exactly. Once I got to pee, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, You love Scream? Yeah, it was fun. I think the first one is so good. Mm -hmm. This can't be your favorite word. Yeah. You're right. (laughs) Okay. Just shoot me down. Um, Yeah, it is campy. Mm -hmm. But what the first one, I think, like, all of them are good. At the time, I thought they were, like, excellent scary movies. Mm-hmm. All four of them. Yeah. The first one, though, has held up in a different way. Yeah. I just think all the cultural references yeah. and the humor, something about that first one really has it aged very well. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. All right, should we get into it? Yeah. First thing we're going to talk about is The Protégé, starring Maggie Q, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Keaton. Exactly. Maggie Q not listed first. Which doesn't make any sense. Even though she's... It's literally like... It's her film. Yeah, it's <laughs> her movie. Huh? Um, it is about this girl. Yes. It's... Yeah, who's an, it's like an action movie. I don't know how else to describe it. A female assassin seeks revenge. Exactly. You know, my first job at a production company, my job was to like write log lines for IMDb. I so. think you're really good at it. Why don't you introduce the things and not me? This is your show. No, it's our show. <laughs> I don't want to introduce it. It's fine. I just, it's fine. Um, anyway, if you like Atomic Blonde, this is mm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about that movie. That's like the... like When I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this is like Atomic Blonde. What was that other movie that came out where the girl was kicking all the butt in the dining room and all the plates were going everywhere? I don't know. Reset? Yeah, maybe two years ago, but they advertised it to death. Was it the one with Blake Lively? No. 
with their the short rhythm leg. section. Yeah, I watched some of that on the plane. On a plane, it was so bad, but I do like her. Yeah, I don't remember the one you're talking about though. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, I thought it was going to be good, and it was good. It was so fun. I, exactly, fun is a great word. Yeah, it made me laugh. Yep. In parts, it was serious. In parts, yep. Maggie Q, excellent actress. Great. Some of the wigs were a little rough. <laughs> However, it, I thought she carried the movie in such a way that I was like, why isn't this woman in more? Yeah, I see what you mean. And I also was thinking she was on that show Nikita, which we discovered last week. Uh, it's like, she really is in a box. Yeah. Where she's like the tough woman. Yeah. So it's like, I just wonder if maybe that's it. Maybe she just is having a hard time. But at the same time, she was the star in a movie with A-list talent. Of course. So good for her. And the theater was full for COVID times. The theater was full for COVID times and The Grove. Yeah. Where we've seen some stuff at The Grove where it's like half, mostly empty. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was really entertaining. Me too. Towards the end, they started over-explaining things. Mm. Which in that type of movie, I don't need. Mm. Once Samuel Jackson was in the panic room with the guy and mm-hmm. she was with Michael Keaton... Mm. I was like, where Samuel L. Jackson got a refill mm-hmm. on the drink, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, if you're getting a refill in the scene, mm-hmm. it's probably too long. Yeah, I see what you mean. But at the same time, I still thought it was a bop, and <laughs> yeah, it flowed very well, it moved fast, and the action was great, really great. Yeah, it was shockingly great. We were like, oh my god. Yeah, I I thought it. Yeah, exactly. And it's not necessarily my type of movie. No, me either. But I, I did enjoy it for what it was. Yeah. Me and too. for the summer, you want those kind of movies. Exactly. If you want to watch a woman kick butt, this is it. Exactly. I did have those, um, my favorite type of murders. What? Where they're just uh, snapping people's necks and killing people savagely. Do you think there'll be a sequel? You know, okay, horror movies and action movies fall into a very specific category where, like, they can find a real life outside of the theater. Yeah. So, like, Don't Breathe wasn't necessarily a huge box office hit, but made enough of a life outside yeah. of it they made a sequel. Right. So it's hard to gauge. I would hope so. They definitely left... I mean, they could make five million movies about this. Yeah, definitely. So maybe it'll be like a female John Wick. Michael Keaton um, was good, but there were moments where I was like, they probably wouldn't like each other in real life. No, not a chance. I'm not sure there's in the same... I'm not saying that... People of different ages can't find love, but it just... It wasn't believable. It didn't seem... Yeah. I don't know. It was, they were supposed to have this instant connection, and they did have good chemistry for yeah. what it was, but... It would have been different if it was like John Slattery. You know what I mean? Yes. He would have been great. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well. Let's... Where's... We need to call somebody. Cast movies? Yes. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to talk about Free Guy... Uh, which Adrian hasn't seen yet. No, but I want to. But you might see. Yeah. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Don't Lil, spoil it. Uh, Adrian, how could I spoil it? <laughs> Lil Rel. Who was that? Lena Lil Rel Howery. The one from... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. You've seen the commercials a thousand times. That yeah. alone should get Is he a security guard in this movie? Yes. Okay. At the bank. Right. That he works at. What's the girl from uh, Jody Killing Comer. Eve? Jodie Comer. Uh, Steve from Stranger Things. Yes. Joe Keery. Joe Keery. Uh, Taika Waititi. Wow. Iconic film. 
It is about a man who lives inside of a video game, essentially. Okay. That's it. And <laughs> But it, who discovers that he's in a video game? He discovers he's in a video game and that his life isn't real. Uh, it's sort of like the Truman Show in mm. a Disney movie. Mm. Have you ever seen the Truman Show? Mm-mm. I know you don't like to go backwards. I feel like that is a movie you might like. Okay. For a one-time viewing. Okay. Patrick probably would disagree, but... Okay. Um, here's the reality. I think Ryan Reynolds has become a caricature. Mm-hmm. Because of Deadpool and all the movies that he's done in the last, like, five years, he's... I, I just... It's hard to take him seriously in movies. Even, like, the advertisements he does. It, the yeah. That mobile phone company he has, the liquor, all that kind of stuff. He's the same all the time. It's that voice that he's yeah. popped on, the, like, banter, the witty. It just all sort of blends together. So when I see him advertised, mm-hmm. I don't get excited anymore. Yeah, you're not instantly like, I want to see that. Yeah, I think yeah. he is a movie star. There's no denying. He's obviously stunning. Yeah. And he's been in some good movies. And Deadpool was a I really enjoyed the first one. Mm. But... But that being said, mm. this movie, his caricature of mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds really does lend itself to that style of movie and that character. Interesting. He's goofy, but he's likable. He's basically a, a commercial. Yeah. I mean, he is like the guy selling progressive at uh-huh. some point. Uh-huh. So I, I thought it really was fun. I, again, thought I was going to hate it. Might be because we've seen the advertisements a million times right but it was a fun movie it really flowed well for two hours joe keery was in a lot more of the movie than was advertised and he was great i thought interesting jody comer is always good mm-hmm. killing i mean watching killing even watching that i'm like she's really good and also she's getting the check right you know what i mean so she's like really good in like a really fluffy movie right and yeah. You think I, I'll like it? I think you'll like it. It is a, the perfect summer, in the same vein of like Jungle Cruise, mm. the perfect summer fluffy movie that has enough adult humor, in quotes, for adults, but also is still... Fun. Yeah. They Palatable. Have, exactly. They had all the little YouTubers that do game reviews in <gasps> it. Love that. It was very like, uh, what's the word? It felt like a movie of now. Like an adult Wreck-It Ralph. Exactly. Did you see it at the Grove? I did not see it at the Grove. Where'd you go? The, what do you call it, down here. Oh, Sunset Five. Hate that movie theater. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think I'm going there tomorrow, too, to see that Hugh Jackman movie that you don't want to see. <laughs> but we'll talk about that anyway. Um, yeah, it was a good time, though. Mm, great. I, th- I would love to hear what you thought about it if you end up seeing it. I will try my best to see it this week. I also really want to see Respect again. Yeah, I was. you were asking me that. I, I'm not interested. Yeah, I feel like it'll only be in theaters for like two or three more weeks. Yeah. And I just want to see it one more time. Patrick's calling me. Should I answer it on the podcast? No. You want to? <laughs> no. Um, lastly, okay. we're going to talk about... Patrick, I'll call you back. Patrick, he'll call back. Uh, <laughs> last, we're going to talk about The Night House starring Rebecca Hall. Mm. And... The woman from Barry. Yes. What's her name? Hold. Okay. While you do that, the night house is about this woman whose husband has committed suicide. Sarah Goldberg. Sarah Goldberg, who is really good. Mm-hmm. In this movie, she is an actress. Yeah. 
because she makes you feel like you are watching real life occur on the screen. Exactly. Her and Rebecca Hall together, I was yeah, like, they're this, friends. It felt like what added to the horror or like eerie element of all of it was the two of them made it feel like w- things we shouldn't be seeing. Mm. The part where they were at the bar with the letter, mm. I was like, these that's a good movie when it feels like we're intruding on somebody's real life. Yeah, it felt very believable. Yes. Um, it's about this woman whose husband has committed suicide and, like, immediately she starts having, like, visions, bad dreams. Paranormal experiences. Exactly, paranormal experiences. You know, something's up. She keeps thinking she sees ghosts, she sees bodies, she sees all these things, and her husband keeps coming to her in all these visions. And um, there's no need to say more. If you want to see it, we won't spoil it. I loved it. I did too. I knew it was going to be good, and it was good. You liked it or loved it? I really enjoyed it. But not love. I loved it. I Why was, is it so hard for you, for Patrick, for all these people I know to say I loved it? I loved it. I had a nice time. I thought towards the end, again... Explained. They started to give... It, it should have ended about 10 minutes earlier than it did. I could agree with that. Because that took it... There were two things that took it out of what I would consider a prestige horror movie. Mm. His voice, the voiceover felt like... Mm. Uh, something from Paramount. Okay. Not to say they can't make prestige horror movies, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. too really commercial. Yeah. And the end with the people on the boat and her seeing it and yeah. how it was sort of explained at the end, I was like, oh, it could have just ended. Sure. I think her being in the boat and them coming to her, again, not a spoiler because none of that makes sense. That was the ending. But I liked that there was resolution. I did too. And her friend was there for her. Now, her friend, that is the type of friend everybody needs to have. (laughs) It's a ride or die. It don't matter if somebody has died, if you're being crazy, if you need a ride home, like whatever that one was going through, her friend was there for her and was giving her honest, constructive feedback. Yes. Almost too honest. But that's a friend. Yeah. And honestly, truly one of the most horrifying moments I've ever witnessed in a movie theater. Not in terms of like, oh my god, I can't believe what I'm watching, but a jump scare. Oh, oh. yeah. But see, that freaked me out. Totally freaked me out. Because I was not expecting it at all. The first time when she lays her head down and then it just pops with noise, yeah. I was like, <gasps> it made my insides jump. Yeah, that was bad. But then I was like, I wanted it to keep going in that vein. Yeah, but when she was on the lawn, that was bad. Yeah, that was scary. This also doesn't help. We sit in the back right underneath the speakers. So it is when stuff is loud, it is loud. Yeah, but I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not usually a screamer. No. That was, I was like, oh, dang, this is scary. Because you don't know with stuff like that. Sometimes yeah. it's not, like, scary. It's more of a thriller, to be honest. Yeah. Or suspense. Definitely. But a good time. Yes. And I'll say the Rotten Tomatoes, like, uh, bottom line or whatever their yeah. term is, they said it was a horror movie. I wouldn't really call it a horror movie. No. Maybe, like, psychological a horror. psychological thriller. Or thriller. Yeah. Also, the people who wrote it wrote this really great movie called Super Dark Times. I think it's on Netflix. Everybody should watch it. Yes. You won't, but that's okay. But I still can agree that you think people should watch it. So you agree you won't watch it? I'm not agreeing I won't watch it. <laughs> I can't be boxed or Perfect. tamed. Okay, got it. Um, our question that we comes from Austin, who asks a very timely question, who should host Jeopardy? At this point, I think 
either based on the internet, Mayim Bialik. Yes. Or LeVar Burton. Yes. And people were saying apparently that they thought that that guy who got booted was editing the guest host show to make them look not good. To make them look bad. Yes. The idea that they were bringing in top talent. Like, all very recognized... Obviously not Julia Roberts, but like Mm A-list network talent. Mm -hmm. And then they went with a guy who was not an unknown, but was like the producer of the show. It just doesn't sit well on top of all the other mess. Right. Exactly. I feel bad for LeVar or uh, what's the guy who had won? Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings, yeah. because a lot of people are saying that it's going to... But at the same time, no matter who gets it, they're going to know they were the second choice. Right. But well, then at the end of the day, you're the host of Jeopardy. Exactly. And so. for either of them, that would be a huge gift. Of course. Um, now, Maya Bialik, she apparently, according to what I was reading today, was like basically going to be offered the show. Oh, yeah? But she's filming that show on Fox. Oh. And they couldn't quite work out the scheduling. So that's why she's doing the primetime specials. But they said now maybe because of all this, they'll take another look at how they can... In my mind, Jeopardy filmed... They filmed five episodes in one day. Right. So, like, how many days do they need her for? (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? I was like... Right. How many days was Alex Trebek hosting, like, a month? I think a lot. Well, maybe he filmed maybe like... I think it was just a grueling schedule. I mean, how could it not be? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But I... It is it is sad because Jeopardy is such like a highbrow show. And never touched by scandal. Yeah. So, so this, like... It is a little icky that all this is going on. Of course. Especially after Alex has passed away. Of course. Um, but I think they'll be fine. I hope so. In the long run. Yeah. I and I did so. see some of the clips of LeVar Burton, and I thought he did a nice job. I think so, too. Also, I thought from the beginning it would be George. Stephanopoulos? Yes. Mm. Doesn't he seem like who... When I think of Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and he was one of the hosts, I like, he's who comes to my mind. Yeah. You want somebody... Howard talks about this all the time, Howard Stern. You want somebody who blends in. So maybe he's not the right person. But you have to, it's a fine balance of blending in, but also having personality. Exactly. You know what I mean? So there's, there's, but you cannot be Jeopardy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have, you have to let the show be what it is. It's just like Wheel of Fortune. Exactly. They host for like two seconds. And then after that, it's all the contestants. Exactly. They just banter off the contestants, but really short pieces. Exactly. Um, thank you so much for your question, Austin. If you have any questions, you can email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. Yes. Now it's time for your song of the week. Casey Musgraves, Star Crossed. Let me set the scene. Two lovers ripped right at the scene. They woke up from the perfect dream. darkness came I signed the papers yesterday It came and took your things away I moved out of the home we made And gave you back your name Fly to 
wait. It's an intro, basically, so there's not a lot of singing, but it gives you just the right vibe of what the rest of the album's going to be like. Yes. And it comes out on my birthday. Which is literally wild. Amazing. What a gift to you. Can't wait. Did I not say in the car yesterday, though, I was worried it wasn't going to be very country, and I'm still worried. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be exactly what this is, which is like her ethereal kind of like pop music. Yeah. It is categorized as a country album, though. So it was Golden Hour. That's country has twang. Yeah, I just think every it gets. She went from biscuits yeah. to now. Right. Like she definitely was like, "This is not it." No, she knew. Yeah, it wasn't selling tickets. Well, that's not true. She was when I saw her both times. She was sold out. She wasn't playing on pop radio. Well, she's still not going to play on pop radio. Maybe. Rainbow was on the radio. Mm, not much. It was. I, but I'm don't have me talking bad about Casey. She's like, I love her to death. I cannot wait for her CD. Perfect. Um, and this was a good time. Yeah. My song of the week, you're not going to like it. Okay. Dan and Shay, <laughs> lying. I'm not putting it in. Yeah, don't say that. If I show up at a party and see you with somebody, believe me when I say I'll be fine. I won't drink until I'm dizzy or ask you if you miss me or hope that you might take back goodbye. I'm being honest. Baby, I promise I don't miss you in my bed I don't hear you in my head I don't love you, I'm not crying And I swear I'm not lying Lying, lying, lying Lying, lying, lying I swear I'm not lying You wouldn't know you don't listen to it. Yes, I do sometimes. Not this far. After Corbin said I talk too loud, I listen all the time. Great feedback, Corbin. She said it. She didn't say I talk too loud. She said, do you listen to yourself sometimes? Because you had pointed out that I talk too loud. Yeah. And then now sometimes I'm like, I guess I should listen to make sure I'm not like yelling. Yeah, you should. Be nice to me. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Dan and Shay have a new CD. It's really good. And I hope I'm going to go get to see them before the end of the year. You're going to go see them in concert? I would really like to. I like them a lot. I listen to their last CD, like, all the time. That is so surprising. Why? That just doesn't seem like your vibe. Okay. I can accept that. Um, yeah, that's it. I didn't think of a segment for what not having a goober. I thought Patrick about it said, all week. Patrick said we should have a shout-out of the week. Where we shout-out a person? Or a thing, or situation, or something. But I don't know. There's not that many positive things going on in the world. I need to ask, like, some trusted friends. Put a poll on your Instagram. Now, that's a good idea. But I feel like people will be like, you know, drink water through your nose or something mess. No. If you have an idea, also let us know. But I'm a, I will put a poll on my Instagram. Are you not look, going to say what we're looking forward to? Yeah, I wasn't wrapping up. Oh. <laughs> wow. My, but I do have a goober. Which is? Barbara Streisand. Oh. Speaking ill of A Star is Born. That was bad. Our movie of the decade. Yeah. Um, which isn't even of this decade. Last decade. It came out in 2019. 2018. Yeah. Wow. No, that is this decade. No, we're in 2021. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Aren't we? Yeah. If I'm, I could be wrong. You know I'm a clown. No, you're right. Um, this week we are looking forward to... Mm. 
I only know one movie coming out. What? Candyman. I cannot wait. Oh, that'll be fun. Do we need to get our tickets? Maybe. Um. Oh, we have a pro- Patrick. We'll learn about this through our podcast. We have a prospect of going to see Lady Gaga in concert when the tickets go on sale. I think we might should do it. I think so too. But yeah. But we're not doing it in a day. No. We're we, staying at a hotel. Yeah. Okay. We'll think about it. Perfect. Okay, y'all have a great week. Stay safe. Make good choices. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, then hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.